And so everything too. on Patreon is the net and everything we're throwing out on like <laughs> Spotify and iTunes and, <laughs> and YouTube. That's the web. Right. Yes. You think sure. you could just go to where the guardians are trained for free? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You, you get the web. No, that, that, that's only uh, hanging out with the guardians is only available to the $10 and up patrons. <laughs> that's right. Alpha Why'd you do it? You're prepared for a giant monster made entirely of nulls stomping around mainframe? How do you plan for that? Uh, lucky guess? I don't know what part that is, because I don't give a fuck about trains. There's whipped cream where we're going, boys. An icosahedron. I cost yeah. a hedron every day. Sometimes <laughs> twice a day. Welcome back, friends, to episode 48 of Alphanumeric, a reboot podcast, the world's foremost reboot podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lady Glitch. And I'm one of the other people, the Siege. And it's me, Cal is here. Hey, Cal. Hey, Siege. Welcome back. Cal is here. And so am I. <laughs> and so are you. And so are you, listeners. Welcome to episode 48 of Alphanumeric. Can you believe we're at episode 48? Holy crap. No. We're in movie format now, folks. We are in movie <laughs> format. Uh, as as I have mentioned... Uh, oh, there we go. Uh, for mind. the audio <laughs> listeners, uh, Lady Glitch is holding up a DVD that I gave her. It is a Canadian exclusive DVD. It is the... It's season four of Reboot as it aired in Canada, which was as two movies, not mm -hmm. eight individual episodes. At least not originally, anyway. Um, uh, I've gone on record for the past four episodes saying that I think uh, these, I think season four works better as two movies, but that's, that's neither here nor there. That's not pertinent to the discussion right now. Uh, this week on Alphanumeric, we are talking about the uh, fifth episode of season two, season four, <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, season four uh, of Reboot, My Two Bobs, which was also the name of the second uh, reboot movie overall, the the the. Uh, programming that makes up the latter half of season four uh, is just known as My Two Bobs all together as one movie on the DVD and as it originally aired in 2001 on YTV. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, the intro is... Uh, it's a little different this time around. We get kind of OG Bob? Right. Kind um. But before we get into that, though, there's uh, the uh, something I've got to I, I want to kind of address and talk about a little bit. Um, kind of eating my words a little bit. The last episode of Alphanumeric, I had mentioned that uh, we were going to do everything we could to at least get uh, uh, former co-host of this show, uh, Aiden, also known as Sniddler, uh, at least back for the final episode of Alphanumeric where we kind of wrap up talking about reboot as a whole as a series um 
unfortunately, some uh, real-life circumstances have uh, changed and some things have happened. So uh, I, I mentioned this on Patreon and on social media uh, last week, but uh, I'm mentioning it on the episode definitively. Uh, Aiden will not be returning to this or any other show that I produce. Uh, I'm very grateful for his time and contributions for almost all of the first 41 episodes of alphanumeric and all six episodes of our uh, uh, shadow raiders podcast war planet which um, go check that out it's a good really six part series um little wacky little little (laughs) wacky we we recorded uh each episode uh, of that podcast uh, at least a month apart each time so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so uh the, the the time jump is definitely apparent when you go back and listen to it but it's still a really good podcast i'm really happy we did it and uh i want to express the utmost gratitude to aiden for all of that but uh he won't be back i'm not really gonna go too far into the reasons why but it uh uh it was my choice to make he's not coming back but if you're, uh, he had a lot of fans on this show. So uh, if you, I, I encourage all of you to go and follow him on social media, on Twitter. He is at AP Snidler. Uh Go follow him on TikTok too. Uh, I think he's also at AP Snidler on there as well. Yes. I don't follow him on TikTok. So uh, I'm just uh, guessing. Uh, Christina, you say yes? Yes, I can confirm. Okay, can confirm. So yeah, go follow him on there. Anyway, um, that's the last I'm going to mention about it on this show. So, so there, so there, it's out there. It's It's out there. It's out there in the ether, uh, in cyberspace. It's out out there. It's in the ether. It's in cyberspace, um, in the web, in (laughs) and the net. net. Yeah. The way I always thought of the net and like the web is like the web in reboot is like the deep web, dark web. Like or the, the, the dark you... web. Yeah. Y- yeah. Yeah. Scary town, if you will. Yeah, scary town. Can bad news. The, the, land of, the land of bad news bears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, could probably, you could probably hire some bad news bears. I, I wouldn't know what that means, but <laughs> I, I'm sure they're on the deep web. I, I'm sure they're like riding around, like riding uh, web creatures and uh, singing Holy Diver by Dio. <laughs> I, I don't know. In their screechy like modem language. Yeah. I don't. Yes, Cal, just like that. That wasn't bad. That wasn't bad, actually. I, I am shocked at how I even made that sound. <laughs> the human tongue. I, I uh, cannot screech like that. You, I don't, I'll never be able to do that again. <laughs> no, one and done. Thou so, shalt never screech again. Never. It's an exclusive to this video and, and recording. Never. Never. <laughs> you haven't uh, given so, up on me, have you yet, Alfred? Never. Never. <laughs> you know what's funny? I knew, I fucking knew you were doing Alfred uh, impression <laughs> right. by the way you first said never. Never. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> Maybe it's all the memes. Good. Really like the 
Christopher, uh, the, uh, the the Nolan brain uh, Nolan the, series Batman the, the Nolan trilogy yes uh, I dig them I know people got their issues but uh, I, I mean, think they're great uh, the third movie is definitely the the weakest but that you can say that about almost all trilogies <laughs> if there's a trilogy out there that's the strongest of the three uh, let us let us know please. I'm sure someone's going to be like Lord of the Rings. Is that really it? They filmed all of that at the same. That's like an eight hour movie. That doesn't count. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the third one was the one that won the Oscar. So, but uh, I mean, as I discovered today, like, and I mean, I've kind of known this for years, but the base uh, the 2022 uh, Oscar nominees list came out today at the time of recording, and a couple of those uh, best picture nominees, I'm like, fucking Oscars ain't shit, man. Like, don't I lost look like up. like a hundred brain cells when you messaged me. <laughs> yeah, don't look up. Nominated for best picture, Dune nominated for best picture. Like Jesus Christ. Um, we're going to be launching a new show on, uh, on Patreon, uh, called what are you watching? It's basically, we're just going to be like talking about like movies and TV shows like uh week in and week out. It's kind of a spinoff of our like regular, like Patreon preambles, but it's going to be strictly like dedicated to, uh, to movies and TV. So, um, uh, go check that out. Right. I'm definitely going to be bitching more about the, um, uh, the the Oscar nominees. Finally, a place where we can post us incessantly complaining about <laughs> about movies or shows or praising. There's a yeah. show that Christopher and I watch right now that uh, I we're both pretty hype on. Yep. Uh, so uh, keep an eye out for that. We're uh, we'll we'll be launching that sometime this week. Yeah. Uh, time of recording. Probably later on in the week. Anyway. Uh, speaking of uh, complaining about uh, TV shows, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, so the the epi- this episode of reboot, uh, my two bobs opens with a uh, a very sitcommy type uh, type setup, complete with laugh track, mm-hmm. where and- they all the characters play kind of caricatures of themselves. Yeah, character, caricature, very, very much like uh, kind of exaggerated versions of like the typical roles that they that they play into. Like, um, uh, Enzo Dot sits down and she's like, "Huh, I'm Dot. It's time for me to come up with a plan." And then everyone, of course. Yeah, and uh, uh, Enzo is kind of hit like old. Enzo, like season one Enzo, but like turned up to the to the eighth degree. Yeah. And he's like, hi, I'm Enzo, alphanumeric, super cool. Uh, Frisk, yeah. it's my dog. Yeah, he just yells a bunch of... <laughs> yeah, yeah, laugh track. Uh, and he's dragging Nolman as a knoll around like oh a dog. Oh my god, I didn't even <laughs> notice that. That's actually kind of cool. <laughs> She's like, Enzo, slow down and stop dragging dad around like that. That's weird, but... Yeah, and uh, Glitch Bob walks into the 
And it, again, like laugh tracks abound. Uh, Glitch Bob walks into Dot's diner and one thing in this uh, opening that I do kind of appreciate is I think what they're trying to do is emphasize how Glitch Bob is different. Glitch Bob stands out. Mm-hmm. So like, like, okay, yeah. yeah. He bursts in and like nothing happens. Yeah, just... he... yeah, he bursts in and nothing happens. And like all the other characters were getting like kind of reintroduced to them again in this very like exaggerated fashion. They're all kind of behaving like themselves, like how they would traditionally, but just in a very like, uh, like, yeah, turned up, like I said, turned up to the eighth degree kind he's of manner. Normal. But then uh, Glitch Bob comes in and he's kind of just acting normal. And it kind of emphasizes like there that there's something that he's different. There's something, there's something different about this Bob. And indeed like a theme throughout this episode is that uh, everyone kind of thinks that glitch Bob is some kind of copy because at the end of the last episode, we find out that there is a, uh, well, there's another version of Bob and he's voiced by the original guy. And speaking of that guy, uh, he walks in, and the uh, the laugh track goes goes nuts. Like the the live studio audience starts uh, <laughs> starts cheering, like he just won the uh, the like he just entered the Royal Rumble at number thirty or something. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't even have to do anything. Whereas yeah. Glitch Bob got. I know for a fact a couple of our listeners will will uh, will dig that reference. Yeah. So shout out to you guys. <laughs> And uh, so this is OG Bob's voice actor. Yep. Mm-hmm. But uh, he kind of sounds like uh, Pterosaur on the uh, juicing Pterosaur, sexy Pterosaur, if you will, in the <laughs> sense that he sounds a little deeper than he does normally. So so Cal is referencing uh, our, our podcast, uh, Too Much Energon, a very, very early episode of Too Much Energon. We're up to episode 73 of that now. This so is this, over a this, year ago. The, the, this was like in the first like dozen or so episodes <laughs> of that podcast. So it was a very long time ago at this point. Uh, but there's an episode where a character <laughs> on that show, uh, Pterosaur, uh, gets juiced up on Too Much Energon, if you will. And his voice gets very like, fuck yeah, time to go kick Megatron's ass. <laughs> um, and so one thing I noticed immediately in this, uh, uh, like we, we got in this uh, movie is we, we got the, the original Bob voice actor back. So great. Like he, he sounds, sounds top notch, but he sounds like he's trying to deepen his voice, which is like, and granted, oh, absolutely. it's great. Granted it's at this point, it's been like six years since uh uh michael benier mm-hmm. um uh did the voice of bob but still like your voice doesn't change that much in six years maybe he's been smoking <laughs> maybe um he's been in a metal band for the last six years something <laughs> something's going on there well, he had been traveling back from California to Vancouver to be doing jobs and such. So you get used to that California smog and it fucks up your throat. Okay, that there we go. We're making... <laughs> we we We're got making all these headway. running theories going, but to me, it sounds like he's intentionally like trying to deepen his voice. Differentiate the bobs a little bit. A yeah, little bit, he, yeah. 
even though the voice actors are completely different because we got uh we got cheetor we yeah. still got cheetor bob yeah clutch bob is cheetor bob he even has spots that's that's how you remember <laughs> bob tour if you will bob tour <laughs> nah i don't like that one yeah <laughs> b-tour um and- <laughs> bob t- cheetah bob <laughs> okay but um if it's if it wasn't clear that this was a set B-tour. <laughs> B-tour. Beaterize. Rebootize. Uh, guess what he's doing on Saturday night? Rebooting? So if anybody was confused that uh, this may or may not be a sitcom, we get a Brady Bunch. Yeah, we get a Brady uh, Bunch window. intro. Yeah intro yeah Yeah, it's well done i i dig it uh i think it's dumb but why can't they just share why can't they just share dot you know i mean like every other day uh get like a a a poly kind of thing going wouldn't that be kind of like be like dating twins that'd be kind of weird they're like different one, enough. Like, like one, they're they're the same dude. Well, one's Glitch Bob. One's Glitch Bob, but yeah, but yep. like technically they're the same dude. And like the closest w- real world equivalent that I can think of is like a chick dating like twins. Yeah, that'd and be, not a poly thing, just like a that'd be split thing. You know, she's be, got two boyfriends, and that's it. That'd be kind of weird. <laughs> I, I like I've done the poly thing before, but like even by my standards, like that that'd be kind of weird. It, it, well, here's the thing: if they're identical twins, then it's kind of like it's not cheating or having two boyfriends. I, I, I I'm not with you there. I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm like going devil's advocate here. I. <laughs> Or, you know, she dates normal Bob, but, you know, Glitch Bob is kind of like, you know, a side thing. No, I, I, I think she should date normal Bob and then uh, Glitch Bob should be like, hey, Mouse, uh, uh, that Ray Tracer guy hasn't been around very much. So, uh, you know, what, what, do you, what do you say? What do you, what do you say we go on another fantastic voyage together? <laughs> This time, not inside Enzo. <laughs> uh, I, I'm glad you you got the reference that I was going for there. Yeah. Oh wow, the whole gang's in the vid windows. My two bobs. Yep, and we cut down to Fong's office, and Dot is in therapy. Yeah, and uh, Fong is like, so how how many times have you been having this dream? basically so her she's dreaming of her two bobs in sitcom form which Mm -hmm. i find kind of amusing okay oh there's a picture of kid andrea in fong's office yeah Yeah, thank you for the nullzilla back in season two yeah if you look in fong's office he's got photos of all of them usually especially like he's got photos of bob and like really goofy making goofy faces oh, right i i recall those <laughs> yeah 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 uh he remembers he, the 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 most innocent part of people right 
back when this series was actually a little bit more innocent before it took a turn. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, the 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 good old days, if you will. My the the days that I've gone on record say uh, as saying that the the reboot that I prefer is when it was a bit uh, simpler and uh, more joyous. And I will have to agree with you on that. I much prefer the older seasons, like seasons one and two, than the newer ones for that reason, because of nostalgia and simplicity. Yeah, and like. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll table that discussion. I, I'm with you, but I'll, I'll table that yeah. discussion for like a, a, a later <laughs> episode of the podcast when we kind of talk about the series as a whole. Definitely. Yeah, like a wrap up kind of opinion. Yeah, because I only joined you guys in the middle of season three. So I, I still have thoughts and things about the first two seasons. No, you didn't exist until season three. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I was um, an enigma. <laughs> you, so you, you were you just emerged from a uh, a tear one day yeah. and are like that's what right. how did i get here yes and then yeah. um it's, it's like my two mouse my yeah. two mouses and, uh, and you're like what this is not my beautiful house this is not my beautiful <laughs> life <laughs> oh oh i i i don't know you can't can't help himself folks <laughs> Uh, so what's the gist of it? I almost missed it the, the first time I went through this. Old Bob, which is kind of uh, normal Bob. Normal Bob is telling Glitch Bob that Glitch Bob isn't real. And Glitch Bob is like, well, I've been around longer. So what happened to you? And he's well, yeah. like, oh, the last thing I remember is being sent to the web in that pod. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, so, so why is the logical conclusion that Glitch Bob... Glitch Bob's trying to say to normal Bob, I have memories of his adventures in the web. Yeah. And the the downfall of mainframe, the reboot at the end of season three and everything leading up until now. Yeah. It's, it's actually like a a bit of a like classic trope of like, (laughs) Like, no, I'm the real blank. No, you're no, I'm the real blank. You're the imposter. No, you're the imposter. Shoot him, dog. Exactly. Shoot him. No, no, shoot him. You know me. I'm the real one. Say something that only I would know. Uh um, but but yeah, so that that that's kind of what's going on here is like there there are kind of arguing about like which one is the real one and glitch bob. Is like well, I have mem- like I have memories, so I must be the real one. So yeah, copies normal- can have copies can have uh, mm-hmm. can have memories. And yeah. then normal Bob, like honestly, which one of us looks like the original? That's a bad argument because all that yeah. means is that he hasn't changed, mm-hmm. and time has gone by. Time has gone by, and they've been lost in the web. Like honestly, I'd be more con. I would believe uh, Cheetor Bob as being the original over this other guy. Yeah, kind like, of like we know Matrix is the original Enzo, and Enzo's the rest restored backup. Little Enzo's the restored backup. Right. We don't contemplate which one is, is real or the original. We know it's Matrix. So what's mm-hmm. the problem here? Obviously, yeah. it's Glitch Bob. Yeah, yeah. And so like the, the, the OG Bob... 
like I would just assume that he is some kind of copy or backup or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, well, who cares? Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cheetor yeah. Bob's the original, but this guy Here's is your key tool. A <laughs> real Bob. That's what I thought. <laughs> I like um I I Enzo makes a com- little Enzo makes a comment about being like, "Boy, do I know a thing about being a copy." <laughs> or no no the him and matrix like both like look at the camera and say something akin to like oh we know what this is like I don't oh know. in the little sitcom dream yeah yeah, yeah. they were like what because dot was like what you but two bobs and yeah they both poke their head in front of the camera and they're like we know a thing or two about that or right something yeah, like yeah. that yeah 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 Oh, so what's happening in this like following scene here? There are CPUs doing combat training with Matrix. Yeah, so we're over on Lost Angles right now, and there is some firefight happening. Matrix is running around like in simulation form, sort of like live firepower training, in a sense. He got uh, more. You, you, you know what fire this. Upon. You know what this reminds me of? Uh, it remind on obviously on a bigger scale. It reminds me of episodes of Star Trek: The Next Generation where we would see Worf on the holodeck doing like hardcore like training, like to the death training, like um, safety protocols disabled. And he's this, got yeah. This, this is what this reminds me of. Th- this has yeah. This has um, holodeck training program all over it. In fact, he's about to like shoot CPUs out of the sky. And um, Andrea shows up and she's like, what in the net are you doing? Like, are those live rounds? He's like, he, and they're all like, he made us. Uh, one thing I'd like to point out about these three binomes. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught this. Uh, you remember the first episode of season three? The three binomes who were rebooted into the zombies that... Um, mm-hmm that were hassling uh, Enzo about yes. like not being a, uh, like a real guardian. These are Thank the same you. binomes. Thank you. I'm like, where do I know these people? Like the way I, that they're bickering. I is- wouldn't have clued in if it wasn't for the fact that like, uh, they all have the same voice actors and it's like, it's one like zero binome and two one binomes. And they're all like, kind of like bickering with one another. I'm like, Oh, this is the, these are these same like three binomes from, um, from the beginning, who from the the uh, Evil Doom game in the beginning of season three? Yeah, good. I'm like that. Good catch. That, that that that's a fun callback. I, I dig it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good it, good catch. It was it was bothering me. I'm like, who the, the heck are these guys? I and, know them from somewhere. And it actually it didn't even occur to me until today when I watched this episode. And I've seen this like several times. And today it finally clicked for me. I'm like, oh, it's those guys. Continuity. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I like it. Uh, yeah, me too. That makes me want to go back and rewatch some episodes and see if the, that trio is in other places in different episodes. Yeah, yeah. Because I I kind of wonder if they are now. Like, but more subtly. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, it made me one of the more the the more legit super fans <laughs> than me. <laughs> yeah, now my brain's thinking um in season two, episode three, when they're all sitting around talking about um the web. 
like the very beginning of that episode, that opening pan around the principal's office, they're all sitting around eating coffee and donuts and they're talking about the web. I wonder if oh, those, those three CPUs. Three. Yeah. Wait, maybe <laughs> let's look into that. I'll make a note. <clears throat> uh, listeners, let us know. I recall that scene. Yeah. They're like guarding the core or something like that. And that's the first yeah. time the web is brought up. Yeah, it's either when games collide or painted windows. It's one of those episodes. Now, this wow. is what it's like when games collide. <laughs> Are you ready to reboot? You ready to go? <laughs> <laughs> what you gonna do? Reboot, reboot. Uh, amazing. So Andrea swoops on by right before Matrix ends up shooting the CPU with gun. And he's like, dude, Andrea, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, it's over, Sparky. You don't have to be so high intense all the time. And we won, bro. Like, we won. Yeah, we won. World turned upside down. Like, we don't have to worry about Damon anymore. We don't have to worry about hexadecimal. Like, chill. And man, Matrix doesn't is chill. Like, yeah. Yeah, just be cool, man. Be cool. Yeah. No, no, he needs to be combat ready at all times. <laughs> all right, Megabyte comes back. Yeah, and um, uh, uh, holy shit, a GameCube drops. Yeah, and uh, uh, there's a, a, a they're all like kind of flying toward the the GameCube. There's five of them. Uh, Dot, uh, both Bobs, uh, and uh, Matrix and Andrea. And little Enzo's there too, or he show little Enzo shows up. Yeah, but uh, there's some back and forth. Uh, Glitch Bob is still like not fully functional, right? So uh, Dot makes the executive decision. Matrix, old Bob, or not even OG Bob. I don't normal Bob. Normal Bob in the game. You go. Yeah, and uh, they uh, both Matrix and uh, Dot. What the fuck is wrong with me right now? Um, uh, both Matrix and Dot, uh, kind of collectively, like one after, or not collectively, but one after the other, like agree that Little Enzo isn't going in either. Yeah, they haven't checked his icons. So who knows what could happen with him in a game? Right. Yeah, I'm. I'm still. I'm still curious about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Matrix, uh, OG, Bob, and Frisket uh, all fly into the game, and the the game that we get is uh, I really enjoyed this. I at first thought it was just a Kung Fu Matrix reference, so I was all on board. We even get to see angry Matrix like do Kung Fu moves, and I'm like, let's do it. Uh, so the game that we're in is like a little dojo and the animation style, the character models are cell shaded, which is cool because it's not an animation technique we've seen in reboot thus far. And cell shaded animation was actually fairly new at this po- point in time. Like the, um, I think the first thing I ever saw it pop up in was the game uh, jet grind radio on Dreamcast, yeah. which only came out about a year before this. Um, and cell shaded animation actually ended up becoming kind of a trend in the 2000s. Uh, it deaths. Yeah, it, it, it did. The, the, the trend died out. But like um, and even the uh, another mainframe show, the mainframe uh, 
MTV uh, Spider-Man cartoon that uh, only lasted one season. That uses uh, cell shaded animation. So very so, well too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, cell shaded animation was uh, was big in the two thousands, but at this point it was still uh, quite new. And so first time we're seeing it in reboot, first and only time, mm -hmm. from what I can remember. But it's cool. So I really dug that. And uh, what what do they what what do we see here? Uh, the, what do they reboot as? I also want to point out the um, the sky in like when it, in the exterior shots in this game, the sky looks like it's painted. Like it looks like a painted like wall, like a scroll or something. It's really cool. I really like the art design in this game. It's I didn't even notice the first time I watched it. So I. I I love the visuals in this game, like top like top to bottom. I I really dig it. So what do they reboot as? Uh, Enzo uh, or Matrix uh, uh, reboots as basically like kind of a mix between like a Dragon Ball character and Ash from Pokemon. Like a like an edgy, an edgier Pokemon trainer. Yeah, uh, and uh, Frisket is. Uh, Frisketchu. <laughs> yeah, Pikachu. He basically reboots into Pikachu. He looks like a little Frisket Pikachu, though. It's pretty and, cute. And Bob uh, is like laughing at them, and um, Enzo is like, well, like, yeah, you laugh, but we know what you're going to reboot into. And so. Uh, Bob, OG Bob reboots into an icosahedron. Uh? 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 He reboots into an icosahedron. He certainly do, folks. <laughs> Which, uh, when I was watching this earlier, I was like, fuck yeah! We're, I knew, I knew you were, were gonna have something to... We're, 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 we're like it, it we're bringing it full circle. Icosahedron every day. <laughs> Sometimes twice a day. Oh, wait. <laughs> My brain. No, he doesn't. I well, I dig the reference. Icosahedron is a D20, and a dodecahedron is a D12. Well, I'm still running with it, <laughs> damn it, because I don't care. You shut your mouth, Cal. <laughs> um, yeah, instead of Pokeballs, they're Poke D12s. Poke 12s. They're Poke 12s, yeah. P12s, if you will. Yeah, P12s, yeah. Um, one thing I want to, uh, point out that I think is worth, uh, worth mentioning is Bob doesn't recognize this game and Matrix points out that like, oh, this is a really old one. Like, I'm, I'm surprised the user is st even still playing it. A little Bob, sus. Uh, Bob's completely unfamiliar with it. And when, uh, they reboot or just before they reboot, uh, Bob is like, well, what do we do? And Enzo's like, well, we're on the last level. Like, we we don't have to do anything, really. Like, we just wait until the user gets here. And Bob seems a little in the dark about this. And Enzo is like, oh, even the, the game sprites might even uh, defeat the user for us. We might not even have to fight him. And Bob's like, oh, well, this could be good. So he seems like he... Um, doesn't uh isn't really familiar with uh how games hey, work there's a part right there right where 
Siege is talking about where he goes, wait, that could be good. And then Matrix is like, but he that if he does reach us, that means he's show up with like a whole bunch of like power ups. And then Bob says that could be bad. That's not what Bob says. No, that that sounds like a thing that Bob would say the first time he was ever in a. That game. could be bad. That could be yeah. very bad. <laughs> yeah. So I I, I just um, I I think it's worth pointing out that uh, in this scene, Bob seemed uh, OG Bob uh, seems like he doesn't really understand how games work. And not only that, he's not using Bob catchphrases. Yeah, and even before they get into the game, Matrix and normal Bob like high five each other as Matrix says, just like old times. And normal Bob repeats that back to him in the game. But I feel like right. Matrix is so excited to be in a game again with normal Bob, like the old days. He's completely oblivious to the fact that normal Bob doesn't understand what the fuck's going on. Not only that. Enzo was only in the games begrudgingly while he was younger. Mm -hmm. So he's like, just like old times. Well, in old times, you would get in shit for going into the games after they chased you in them. Mm -hmm. uh, no, I, they. He, well, no, no. Enzo he was, was always, in some of them if Bob was there. Enzo was always hyped to go in the games. It was uh, Dot didn't want him in the games. Right. So but she would right. give him shit afterward. But he yeah, would go but, in them if Bob was there. Yeah, right. yeah. And more so if the three of them were in there together. But I feel like Matrix as a full-grown adult interacting with normal Bob is bringing about those past buried feelings of excitement going into games again. And he gets to relive it with his childhood hero in a sense. Right. So what's the user look like? Like discount uh, Goku? I was going to say, he looks like uh, a dollar store Goku. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah, yeah Gochu. Gochu and friends. <laughs> Gochu. Um, the sprites are... They got weird, ugly faces. Yeah. And uh, uh, a really bad, like, Japanese accent. Uh, the user kind of, like, flips out and says, like, Gombitron! Goji-chan! And just like makes up a whole bunch of names that end with like Mon or Tron or like whatever and throws out dollar yeah, store right. Pokemon. <laughs> right. Um, there's uh, we, we cut away to a scene with uh, Dot uh, talking to Mouse over a vid window and Mouse Ooh. is like and uh, I, I mentioned Ray Tracer earlier. Uh, we, we see Ray Tracer in flying around in the background behind Mouse. Notice that he doesn't say anything because they couldn't get the guy, uh, Mel Gibson's brother of all people, who yeah. voiced him in season three. They couldn't get him back. Uh, so he oh, just that's doesn't why say he anything. just kind of like comes in off the side shot and Mouse shoves him out of. Yeah, he's like he's like kind of video bombing the call. Yeah, because yeah, he shows up and he's he just slides in. He's like, yeah, he's got to be he's being a goof goofball. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And she, yeah, she shoves him out of the way. But she's like, but Mouse is like, so which one did you pick? Which uh, which Bob did you pick? And Dot's like, oh, I, I can't tell you. And she's like, and Mouse is like, shoves uh, Ray Tracer away. And she's like, come on now. It's just us girls. Like, just just tell me. And, and she she's says, like, I... God, she's like, well, I, I, I literally can't because I, I couldn't choose one of them. I don't know, like flip a coin, like yeah, 
Just saying, why not both? See which one you, you mesh with. Like an Archie situation. Date both. And then, you know, after a month or so, whichever one, you know, you, you dig more. Or like most of my relationships. Yeah. <laughs> what are these what are these Pokemon? And then I'm called? the one that and then I end up being the one that gets dropped oh. like after a month. No. We're, no. We're, we're, no. We're <laughs> oh, I, I I'm speaking historically, like when I was younger, that uh <laughs> I'm joking about this, but there was actually a thing that happened a, a few times to me. It's either three months or three years, right? Yeah, yeah. The the rule of threes, I always used to call it. Relationships either lasted three months or three years. Uh, that trend has been broken Yeah. Uh, in the past decade, but... It's gone. It's gone. Ah. Dead and buried. Yeet! So what lost, are the Pokemon called in this game? Lost into the ether. I don't know. <laughs> They're like Pantsumon? Oh, uh, oh yeah, because the name of the the game is what is it? Uh, Pansu, 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 Pansu Hebe X. So I, there we go. <laughs> Isn't pants like Pansu? Doesn't that mean like underwear? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. One of the uh, one of the Pansu Mon is uh, named Omicron. I I, I heard that. that yeah. <laughs> Uh, whenever I hear the word Omicron, I think of the, um, the 1999 game by Quantic Dream. It was the first game made by David Cage and his Quantic Dream studio, the makers of, uh, like Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls, Indigo Prophecy, uh, Detroit, Become Human. Yeah, I had always thought that they did, um, Indigo Prophecy first. Uh, no, uh, their no. first game actually was uh, a game called Omicron, the Nomad Soul. It was a very yeah. bizarre. It was a very odd game. Um, it was kind of a technical mess, but it was a game that I had because uh, it came out on PC in 1999 and it got ported to Dreamcast in like 2000. I played it on Dreamcast. Um, game had music by David Bowie, and David Bowie actually like played a character in the game, like just in one a freaking scene. AI like bot dude yeah there's like you there's one part in the game early in the game where you go to a bar and there's a band playing and like the the front man of the band is voiced by david bowie and it's like this hologram type thing but it has like (laughs) david bowie's face like blue superimposed onto the body of this like hologram (laughs) i'm looking at images of it now it's an odd nightmare it, it it's an odd game, but it was a game that I actually really enjoyed because it was very unlike anything I'd played at the time. Like, it was a game that had a lot of big ideas. Even if, like, they didn't really, like, stick the landing on any of them. Like, it was a game that I appreciated because I could tell the people behind it were really, like, shooting for the stars. Good. Um, And so I ended up becoming a fan of Quantic Dream, uh, uh, as a studio because of that uh, I've liked all of their games to varying degrees with the exception uh, with the uh, the exception of uh, Beyond Two Souls I couldn't really get into that one um, I, but, I beat it but uh, yeah it, it's on PC now so I might go back and try and give it another shot but anyway yeah. a- anytime I hear the word Omicron <laughs> even in 2022 uh, you think of this. I, I just think of that game good that, a, this, this looks it, bananas. <laughs> uh, it you can get it on like GOG.com, 
for like two bucks. I it, it's <laughs> worth the the game's a janky mess, but like if you if you really want to see a game that just like like I said shoots for the stars and is kind of bananas and has this weird like hologram like David Bowie in it. You had uh, me at hologram David it's, Bowie. <laughs> it's uh it it's definitely worth playing. Nomad Soul. The Nomad Soul. Yeah, Omicron the Nomad Soul. <clears throat> the game starts off with uh with this like time cop basically like do like doing a like action roll toward the camera with like a portal behind him and he's like he's like oh there isn't much time uh my world is in jeopardy <laughs> through your sega dreamcast i need you to implant your soul into my body and uh it, it, it will be your conduit into this world that i'm in uh into this world i i need you to save my world and i'm sacrificing my body uh to you and your second dreamcast so you can save the universe that is next level shit man and then when you die in the game um you just end up waking up in another body so like you can continue this like time cop story and like figure out like because there's like this subplot involving uh this time cops partner like being murdered but like they think that it might have been like his name was Kale, Agent Kale six six nine. They think nice. that they think that Kale uh, might have been behind it, and you can investigate his partner's murder, and you can solve the, that case. And like, there's there's a bunch of like side quests and stuff in the game, or you can just fucking die and like never find out what happens there, and then like wake up in another person's body, and like start living out their story and like figuring out like what was going on in their life before you stole their body away from them. It does sound. And it's very continues. And the story, then the overall story continues, but like whatever was going on with uh, the, the subplots involving like the person you, whose body you were inhabiting before, like that's all done. Um, Very ambitious game. Huh? Well, there we go. You've sold me. You had me at um. You had me at um. David Bowie hologram, and you you roped you in. You, you but you sold me on um, uh, gaming reincarnation. Yeah, it's uh yeah, technical technical mess. Um, dreams big doesn't really stick the landing on anything it tries to do, but uh, it's got a lot of ambition. Shot for the lot, stars, damn and it, a, and a lot of creativity. Uh, yeah, Omicron the Nomad Soul. Uh, listeners, go check that game out. It's, like I said, it's super cheap. Do you, uh, you know what else is super creative? Hmm. These Pantsumon. Okay. I was making fun of them before, but I, I like some of the designs of them. Okay. Not gonna lie. <laughs> and Bob's uh, Bobzilla using his atomic nostril blast. Yeah, it's That's gross. Like- Why is Bob so gross in this? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, oh, yeah. So, um, uh, because the, the the fight starts and it's a traditional or it's a typical like uh, Pokemon type thing where it's like two trainers like duel one another by like making their their monsters fight each other. And uh, so uh, uh, Enzo throws down his uh, dodecahedron and summons uh, Godzilla Bob, Bobzilla. And so he's Bob-Zilla. a bi- he's a big like derpy looking fucking dinosaur with Bob dreads. And I, I kind of dig it. I would love it's to growing have a, on me. 
I would love to have a plushie of this thing. <laughs> Aww. It would be it would be incredibly cute. I I like Bob's the the look of Bobzilla. I I, I did like that because he's got like big cartoonic expressive eyes, um, mm-hmm. which is funny because the trainers, both Matrix and the user, they're so ugly. Like the their facial expression and I'm not a they don't look a, like kids. I'm not a Pokemon person, but I did play Pokemon Go for a while when uh, like yes. every when I everyone thought. was playing it. Yes, sir. Uh, but uh, Bobzilla kind of looks like Totodile, which is one of my favorite Ooh, one uh, of the, Pokemon the starters of in gold. I I don't know, but he was this like blue, like kind of like crocodile thing who like stood up and like in Pokemon Go, he does this really like hilarious, like derpy, like rocking back and forth <laughs> animation with his mouth like open. Oh, that guy! Yeah, he's, oh, he's one of the starters from Gold and and Silver. Yeah. Okay, so so Bobzilla kind of looks like Totodile to me. There we go. No, I see it, but with like silver with silver Bob dreads and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I see it now. Now that I'm yeah. googling it, it's cute. Definitely, I like it. Uh, uh, you so... know what's you know what's not cute though is Enzo tells him to use his like snot of doom or whatever attack toxic sludge and, and he, he just like blows a big lug all over the enemy pensumon yeah mm. and green slime comes out like this is mm. like you can't do that on television or something like that mm-hmm. yeah uh, there goes slime i'm not and, a f- not a fan <laughs> no i'm not a fan either and um, then he follows it up by killing the next pensumon with toxic fumes yep by and wouldn't you know it? Farting on his him. bottom. <laughs> and I'm like, why? Why is this game that I otherwise actually quite like? Why is this being tarnished by toilet humor? By like gross. And he's a dragon. Humor? Why not just animate fire? Yeah. We we or see an a energy char- blast. We, we see a character's head catch fire later on in the episode. So, like, clearly they could afford they they had fire <laughs> textures that they they could wanted use. to animate snot. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but apparently, um, the uh, Matrix informs Bobzilla that uh, he oh no no you need to keep fighting and I can't help you. He's got a lot of Pantsumon, a hundred and fifty of them. And I'm oh, like, shit. that's not how this works. You choose six, homie. <laughs> and you send them out one at a time. Mm-hmm. Well, this, is, this isn't this is Pokemon, unfortunately. This is Pansu Hebe X. That's right. It's an older game, Bob, but it checks out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we get, we we cut away from the game, from Bob kind of like getting ready to fight another six at a time and uh we go to Al's diner Al's yeah. diner before we even entered the game we actually cut to andrea enzo and glitch bob going to level 31 and glitch bob's talking about doc couldn't wait to get rid of me blah 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 and andrea's all you're reading too much into it you just need an energy shake you're gonna feel better afterwards right, right. so yeah we are back at Al's diner hot damn it, i didn't know that it was two levels I, is it? Yeah, um, it shows uh, the uh, rollerblader waiter go uh-huh. into like a tube 
and it the platform goes down to where oh, the others are waiting. Maybe maybe they've done some renos. You know, maybe maybe um after like the the big like reformat, maybe the um after everything that happened with like Megaframe and like all of that ordeal, like the people who own the business downstairs, they decided they're like, you know what? We're getting on in life. Like we we've been through so much shit. Like it cost a lot to to try and stay open throughout all of that. We're just gonna we're we're just gonna call it quits and retire. And so Al mm. and Al's waiter decided to buy up that space and expand because business for them has been booming because, you know, where else can you get slow food fast? Where else? Mainframe? Nowhere. That that that's canon now. Yeah. That, that's what happened. <clears throat> that's what happened. <laughs> Rollerblader uh, waiter is there and he's bringing uh, the gang some shakes. Yeah, I love this guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get some character development here. Um, some advice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's the gist of it? So the gist of what's going on here is uh, Bob is, like, uh, uh, complaining about, like, uh, uh, thinking he's the copy. And uh, Enzo is like, so what? I'm a copy. Us copies got to stick together. Who cares? And Bob's like, you know what? Yeah, who cares? Whatever. What does it matter if I'm the copy? And I'm yeah. like, yeah. What does it Live matter? Live your life, really? man. Yeah. I mean, little Enzo is like a bat restored backup of Matrix, but like, he's fine. He's, yeah. he's he's doing okay with it. He doesn't have any like existential crises going on about this. I mean, he might when he, once he hits puberty, but uh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, man, how did Matrix get those games? Damn. Yeah. And so uh, the 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 waiter, uh, 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 the 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 rollerblade binome shows up, and again, I love this guy. He's like, uh, he's like, uh, uh, so what does it matter if you're the copy? Some of my best friends are copies. You just have to be true to yourself. And he puts and put- his hand. Puts his, hand, <laughs> puts his hand on Bob's leg and kind of like looks up at him and gives him the he eye. He just keeps it there like uncomfortably long and he looks up at Bob and he's like yeah um, and Glitch Bob makes the best face I've seen him ever do he yeah he, he kind of cringes and uh, a rollerblade guy is like okay <laughs> okay. Pulls, pulls his hand away. Like he, very dramatically. He's like, okay. So uh who had I I've <laughs> seen um I've seen situations like this actually go down in IRL a number of times throughout my life. Um I've had that situation yeah. go down. <laughs> um so uh 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 roller boy uh dishes up like all of their like uh dishes up all of their drinks and then he just flourishes away quite fabulously and i love he's all like uh you've got a a energy malt and a blah 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 and a big double d (laughs) and or (laughs) something like that and he's like enjoy and you're the flourish you just mentioned i just caught it the camera switches or whatever to view all of them kind of sulking at the bar and he goes yeah and just takes off and i'm like that guy is living his best life yeah name someone happier in mainframe 
Yeah, no, I, <laughs> that I, guy. I love Roller Boy. I wish also, he was in more episodes. Also, yeah. you, you know, like you miss every shot that you don't take. Sometimes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So good for him. Just like Hex, you know, like take your shot. Yeah. You don't want to live to regret it. Uh-huh. And um, basically, Andrea's playing um, like she always does um, emotional support for. Um, for the group yeah yeah. and she's like well i think you're the real deal bob there is a kind of brief uh bit at the bar of al's diner where we've got some viral binomes who former viral binomes who are very drunk clearly in that very in that very like tv like exaggerated Mm -hmm. kind of way they're all um five o'clock shadow uh, yeah Mm -hmm. they're they're all like (laughs) They're all like, man, back when we was viral, that meant something. People respected us. That's and the women, and the the women, the the the, the ladies loved us. Like those Thank were the, those were the days. Those were the fucking days, man. The Uniform fucking days. Back when back when we were viral, man. That's. Man, why why can't we just go back to that? You know, do we even need to be viral to 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 have relive? No, we don't need to be fucking viral. Like we we let's just let's just fucking do it, man. Let's just let's just fucking do it. And they look over at the the uh, another guy like sitting at the bar beside them, and he's like, "Uh, I was never viral." You shut your poor mouth. <laughs> Say you weren't viral? Fuck you, man. Fuck this guy. He says he wasn't fucking viral. Fuck this guy. He need to fucking how well. sh- shut your fucking face, man. We, we sh- fuck this. What, what? Who's he think he is saying this shit? They should have got you to, <laughs> to do this bit. I, I didn't even want to step in it and stop that. Well, I've just, you know, been drunk at a bar like once or 50,000 times in my life. <laughs> having conversations like this. Oh, man. So th- there's like a little fight. It, I thought there, there was kind of like a C plot forming, but not, no. not really. There's like a, they step outside and kind of fight a little bit later. I, I, like I, uh, I, Honestly, like I think my bit that I just did here is more entertaining than what ha- goes it on is. here. And yeah, it, it is. is. <laughs> and and what happens here really has not like contributes nothing to the episode. But your your bit, on the other hand, I I feel like made, <laughs> makes this. It just totally made this podcast episode siege. <laughs> Man, well, I, think... I you were so selling that- character. I was like actually kind of kind of amazed. <laughs> Yeah, that gets kicked back to the kitchen, and now he's on fire, running around. And Andrea just looks at him as he goes on by. She's like, "Nice place." <laughs> yeah, seems like a nice place. Yeah, yeah. And, I love uh, how they're like, uh, like I was mentioning earlier. Like they they could have animated fire at some point because they did it here. Mm-hmm. They could have, but no. So, yes, the the animated fight, fire, all that stuff. When we're back in the game, Bob's being attacked by like a whole bunch of Pantsu Mon like all at once. And they're right. shooting like fire and lasers and stuff at him. 
and eye uh, lasers. He <laughs> fucking eye lasers. <laughs> fucking eye lasers. Um, uh, if if anyone listening uh, doesn't get that, uh, uh, I mentioned earlier our me and Cal's Beast Wars podcast. Too much Energon. We we frequently referenced uh, fucking eye lasers early on in yeah. that show. I, I there's lots of theories. Like why, if you had the option of having eye lasers or not eye lasers, why would you not? Why would you not? Right? Scorpionock, eye lasers? No, no. Pterosaur, uh, eye lasers. Scorpionock had uh, cross-country missiles, though, which he only used once. Yeah. But he did also have cyber bees that usually. That's true. He's got a bigger kit. Yeah. Yeah. Usually they didn't function the way that uh, that he intended. Like you know, tries to turn Gary into a in, into a coward. Actually, turns him into a slasher villain. Like he's a scientist. He's a scientist <laughs> with crab claws. How much science could you do when you have giant pinchers? <laughs> Well, it's funny because all the scientists are arachnids on the show. So yeah, apparently, so, a lot. Uh, so, uh, if you you want to know what me and me and Cal are kind of going off on a tangent about, uh, go check out our podcast. Too much energy, John. Yes, um, I highly recommend. Five out of uh, five stars. Uh, so, uh, yeah, in the game here, uh, Bob is uh, Bobzilla is being attacked. And he's like, Enzo, do something. And Enzo's like, I can't. The rules are very clear. And something that cracked me up is Bobzilla is like, rules, you're a renegade. Cheat. Just cheat. And Matrix is like, oh. Oh, right. Hey. <laughs> I, I like the... <laughs> I like the implication here that like the notion of just like fucking break completely breaking the game, which is something that we saw we've seen Bob do like in the early episodes of reboot. Yeah, just like fucking break the game to win. Fuck it. Yeah. And I I like the the implication here that like badass renegade Enzo, this has never occurred to him to do in a game. He was here, here's my thoughts. You know, he's playing Pantsumon, a classic. He probably played it when he was little Enzo, right? Um, he's hanging out with Bob, right? He's just he's yeah. just here for the, the fun, the nostalgia. And clearly, Bobzilla was taking no damage. He's having yeah. a conversation with <laughs> Matrix while uh, yeah. like bullets like, uh... and acid and fire is just like harmlessly bouncing off of him. That's a, the, yeah, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> so he, he wasn't worried. And then he was like, oh, right. So he, he kind of got lost in the moment, I think. So Enzo leaps into the air and does this like very like Japanese anime, like Dragon Ball. We see the shit in Beast Machines, which speaking of Tim Center, John. I was hoping you would say that. We get a lot of this blue. Like uh, speed blurred background. Yeah, and yeah. beast machines. Yeah, quick. Uh, uh, it, the the visual is like basically like quick motion background to the point that it it's lets just you know motion blur that they're, they're going, going fast. real fast. They're going real fast. <laughs> Got to go fast. Got to go um, fast. Too bad there wasn't a Sonichu, <laughs> right? In the episode. Um, but 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 yeah, we we see a lot of this. Uh, this was very common in anime, especially at the time. We see a lot of this shit in beast machines. 
Yeah. Uh, and we're, we're seeing it here, but here it's actually played up for laughs because we get several like cutaways and cutbacks to Enzo doing this. And uh, Bobzilla is finally like, Enzo, stop fucking around. Stop trying to hit him and hit him. <laughs> Matrix reference. I liked it. And he's uh, like, oh, okay. And then it shows that he has a moving like studio backdrop and he's just hanging from a rope. Yeah. And the backdrop is on one of those canvases that's on a roller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That they sometimes use in like theater to convey forward yeah. motion. Yeah. It's kind of a lame joke, but whatever. It's kind of funny. It's it's here and it's it's here and there. And then that sends up it's Bob that ends up cheating. He steps on the user. Yeah. <laughs> I so I guess he he uh, took his own advice. Yeah. Game over. Game over, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's game over. And uh, uh, Enzo and Bob are like kind of celebrating, and uh, Bob, OG Bob, is like, Way to go, Enzo! Oh, uh, I, I mean, Matrix. And Enzo is like, No, it's okay, it it, it sounds kind of right coming from you, dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I mean, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, if if you want to call me, like, you know, son, or Enzo's good too, but yeah, you know, if like, uh, like, yeah, you wanna you wanna call me dad, like, that's uh, uh, we we maybe we'll we'll just we'll just uh keep it at at Bob for now, at least until um, uh, uh, me and Dot get married. Yeah, (laughs) then you then you can call me. Then you could call me daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Matrix is like, okay, you're making it weird. Well, what either you or Dot will be calling me daddy in no time. <laughs> well, bye, Bob. <laughs> Say what you want about Glitch Bob, but he's not that weird. <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, 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 Are we yeah. telling the truth, listeners? You'll have to <laughs> watch along and find out. Uh, I think no, you he mentioned. <laughs> yeah, he's like. Uh... But, uh, you know, Bob's actually like, all right, Enzo, want to go play, like, Rocket Ball or something? And Enzo's like, no. No. <laughs> That's what I thought. And then yeah. we cut back to Bond's office. Dot storms inside and just takes a seat on the couch. I'm digging her outfit. You had mentioned it off, off yeah. earlier. I love her outfit. You got tits, you've got boot, or abs, you've got, yeah. Skin tight leggings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's um, she she's uh, she looks like she's going for a for a job interview for a job she really wants. Is all oh, I'm, business all cash. <laughs> I may or may not have tried to look for a shirt like this at some point or another, and I continue to do so because I have not found one. Obscure reboot cosplay. Yes, professional reboot cosplay. Reboot you know your tr- call it. We would be true fans if we ever did the Nullzilla. That um so, uh freaking um ranger outfits. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that 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 would be hype and like literally, literally like five people would get it. Yeah. No, it. you know what we need to do is we need to get like a hundred people together and get them to dress up as nulls. 
and we'll all just like coil around one another and make a Nullzilla monster, a human Nullzilla And then monster. we fight it. And then we fight it. We just need to make a giant mech. Yeah. How hard could it be? How hard could how maybe, hard could it be? Maybe Elon Musk is a fan of reboot. Maybe. We need him to sponsor that. He, he does wacky, crazy stuff. I'm surprised he hasn't made a giant robot. I and then I, Jeff I'm Bezos sh- makes one to fight his giant robot. Uh, <laughs> maybe the the Tesla truck is a full like the first in a line of like cyberpunk looking vehicles, and then. Once the fifth and final one, the the like cyber jet or whatever gets revealed, it then comes out that they are actually like uh mus uh Elon Zords. And so like he summons all of them. Finally, once uh like the the moon, the planet the moon is revealed to be a planet buster, as oh, much shit. as much as it does in that uh, that new movie that just came out, Moonfall. Um the moon is like a planet buster that's actually going to destroy the world. And Elon summons the Elon Zords. And so we got the, we got the cyber truck. We got the cyber van. We got the cyber car. We got the cyber jet. We got the cyber jet and we got like the, the cyber jet ski. And like they, (laughs) they, they all combine to form the, the, the mega Elon, the mega, the Mega mega Elon Zord, the mega Elon Zord. And they, uh, Elon, like controls the 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 Zord in it. He's like sitting in like the cockpit in the head of the the mega Elon Zord, and he just like flies to the moon and fucking punches it out of Earth's orbit. Punches it into the sun. Into the sun. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. We figured this out. Beautiful. Twenty twenty five, listeners. It's coming. It's, it's happening. Mark our words. It's funny. Uh, do, you, do you know how much the uh, the um, Cybertruck can can transform? It's got like a barbecue in it that slides out. And it's got all these compartments that like slide out that have like, oh, this is a cooler. And on the other side is a barbecue. And it does kind of transform. Nice. I, I remember when the Cybertruck got revealed, like a lot of people were like laughing. But like, no, I legit want the future to look like the 80s sci-fi version of the future. God damn the, it. I can, want the sky to always be black. I want neon lights everywhere. I want vehicles to be silver with very like sharp angular sharp edges. Sharp angular like um like a, a, a terminator-esque. Yep. I want everyone to be wearing like full like body suits with like glowing like appendages all over them and Different LEDs to different like Cybertronic enhancements. Yeah. yeah, we all have like fucking weird hairdos, and we're all wearing like shades that like completely like cover like half of our faces. I I found a website with some shades just like that today. You did <laughs> nice. We had a scare zone, a Halloween horror nights a few years ago. That was the first one when you walked through the gates. It was all like eighties arcade kind of stuff, and. Exactly as you had described, Siege. You had the neon lights on on appendages and full wraparound glasses in the whole nine yards. Nice. I'll dig up some photos. I'll throw them your way. All right. I want I'm the. I'm it. with. I'm with you. I want the 80s version of the future, not this current dystopian. 
No. Okay. This this one sucks. If it's gonna be like dystopian, I at least want like rifles that shoot like purple lasers. Yeah. Like br- bring the bring bring the plasma rifles at least. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, come on. It, like if uh, the the whole world is going to descend into madness, like at least like let's look cool as we're like all like just tearing each other there, apart. There's enough normal guns in the planet. Where are the plasma rifles? Just saying. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I don't think they exist down here in the states yet. So, but we have everything else. Okay, well, if it doesn't exist rifles. if it doesn't exist down in the states yet, then we're at least like five years behind whenever you guys get it, because yeah. that's yeah. that's how I Canada know the military works. has laser cannons, yeah. but they're always laser. ahead. Lasers, or as it's pronounced, lasers. Yeah, laser <laughs> comb. <laughs> well, if I get my hands on one, I'll bring it to you guys. How's that? Okay. Well, Elon Musk is slowly getting there. He released a flamethrower. So maybe our boy Elon will release a plasma rifle one of these days <laughs> for his Martian troops. Yeah. You don't know what's on that planet. They need no. to protect themselves, damn it. Uh, so to wrap this up, uh, this <laughs> like scene here, uh, uh, uh Dot uh, goes to another for another kind of bringing the episode full circle. Uh, Dot goes for another therapy session with Fong, and it, she's like, kind of kind of pissed off, like, like oh why why everything was so simple, like why why did Bob why did the other Bob have to like come back and blah blah. Mm-hmm. I have and now my plan's fucked because there's another guy. Yep. Yeah. Such is so the she, way. So she looks at Fong and she's just like, give me some advice. And he's like, how, well, how do they make you feel? And she's like, I look at Glitch Bob and all I think is the bad shit. And then I look at the regular Bob and I feel like I'm coming home. Now that line gets me. Uh, that's actually kind of deep, especially for, really for, deep. for a kid's show. Like she, she looks at Glitch Bob and she's just kind of reminded of like all the pain and suffering that they've gone through for the past, like however many minutes. Um, I love when she looks at normal Bob's portrait on Fong's wall and you hear the music in the background becomes like very like, you know, chimey, happy. Um, everything's okay. Right. I feel like I feel safe. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a good musical cue from friend of the show Bob Buckley. Go Bob! Woo. Literally, Bob. Um, I I think that's escapism. I, I think she's changed since everything's went down, and oh, yeah. so you should expect Bob to change too. Mm-hmm. But hey, man, it's her life. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 on Glitch Bob's side. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. And on that note, it's that that's the end of the episode. That's it. So, uh, so Lady Lady Glitch, we have a rating system. Yes, we do. Here on Alphanumeric, we have a four-tiered rating system. Basically going from super bad to super good. We start at the very bottom with this is bad, very bad. 
That's the this bottom is, right? This is, that's not good. <laughs> or whatever it is that Bob said in the game. <laughs> so we go from this is bad, very bad, to I don't think so, to... Um, that was shit. easy enough. Thank you. Thank you. It's my not so easy, went, is it? <laughs> it is not. My brain went into a puddle of nulls. I'm sorry. Um, yes. Um, that was easy enough to Alfie Merck. So, Neil Cal, let's start with you. What did you think? Oh, I never of- go first. Uh, well, now you're going to go first. Okay. <laughs> that was easy enough. It was uh, it grew on me the second time I watched it. And, um, you know, didn't take it as seriously, um, focused more on the back and forth between the character rather than the subject matter. I can't get over how ugly mm-hmm. the Matrix looked in the game when he rebooted. Everything else was cutesy, <laughs> but like the characters were like like 50-year-old ugly men, but like the size of children. It was very weird approach they did. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was a tease. It was a tease. All right. All right. Deej, how about you? Thoughts? Uh, I am also going to say that was easy enough. Um, I thought the sitcom stuff at the beginning was stupid. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's supposed to be, but... And I I, I get what they were going for. And like I mentioned at the beginning of the the podcast, I I did kind of uh, appreciate how, like, othering it was for Glitch Bob. Because, like, everyone else is, like, these really broad and bright, like, happy, like, sitcom-y versions of the classic characters. But then uh, Cheetor Bob comes in, and he's just Cheetor Bob. So it really emphasizes, like, how different Dot sees him from everyone else, at least in her mind's eye. Um, oh, right, because it's her dream. Because it's her yeah. dream. So that that was kind of interesting. Um you know what? I'm actually like I, I'm gonna. I, I'm now like I've circled around. I'm actually gonna defend that opening scene be, because of that, because uh, it it did its job. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you sold me on it too. Uh, I really like the. Uh, I didn't like the. I still. I don't think the. Uh, 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 what is that fucking show? Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch. Um, I, I don't think the Brady Bunch intro was necessary. Like they the, that was the, extra. The, <laughs> yeah, the 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 cold open with the uh, the the sitcom bit like that was that was all that was needed. Like the the fake like Brady Bunch intro like completely unnecessary. Um, I like I really like the game and I stated why I like the animation style, the fact that it brought in cel shaded animation, and I liked the look of the game overall with like the the and the sky like actually looking like a painting actually looking like a canvas painting or a, a paint scroll painting you should do that more it looks up the media in games yeah it looked really really cool um i liked all the stuff in uh al's diner with uh with roller boy he made those scenes yeah yeah totally yeah. um you know what? I'm actually uh, now oh. that I talk through it, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna upgrade to a, a low alphanumeric. All right, he's, up, he's upgraded his score, folks. Yes, he has. So that's that's where I'm at. A low alphanumeric. All right, Lady Glitch. 
And I'm going to give it a low that was easy enough. It was just kind of a standard episode for me. I did really appreciate the the development of Dot and Fong again um, in the in the therapy scenes in his office a little bit. We get to understand more of how her mind's working with having two bobs to figure out or figure out between um, throughout the next this episode and in future episodes and listening to the whole normal Bob and glitch Bob fighting about who's the copy, blah, blah, blah. And there's a little bit of deception going on, a little bit of mind fucking going on um, that will probably play into future episodes as well. The game, it was cute. Uh, It it was just there. It was for me, it was just, it was just there. It was cute. Um, but yeah, being able to dive into more character development with Dot and Glitch Bob specifically as they're going through through this new transition, it's it, it's there. It's there. I can appreciate it. So mm-hmm. low, low, um, that was easy enough for me. To the show's credit, I was like cringe waiting for them to start arguing over Dot. And that mm-hmm. didn't really happen. Yeah. So at least they avoided that, avoided that trope. True. I'm sure that's a coming. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, to just to remind the listeners, uh, both me and Lady Glitch know exactly where all this is going, but Cal does not. Oh, yeah. I'm, we are trying very hard not to spoil it for him. <laughs> I'm haven't seen any of the movies. Uh, was not even really aware that there was a season four. And then every once in a while, like, I'd go, huh, that Bob looks kind of different. Because, like, their models are tweaked a little bit every season and stuff, right? And I'm like, that's weird. Why does that Bob look different? Huh. Oh, that's that's weird. Why does... Who's this, who's this green-haired, purple-skinned girl? And as I found out, it's Damon. And it's like, oh, okay. I'm completely missing a chapter of of reboot so it's been it's been it's always exciting to what do they call that um like a like a blind playthrough or blind watch commentary or something uh or going in fresh or something like that you're going in raw yeah let's (laughs) bow chicka bow wow yeah is that what they call it okay sure yeah 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 sure and so it's uh it's been fun and you you all have done a phenomenal job at um, not spoiling a 20-year-old kids' TV show. <laughs> and you have done a phenomenal job not going on the internet and finding spoilers. I've done it for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. It was a few we're... more weeks. <laughs> so so we're all just pretending that that we're, we're going in raw for season four of Reboot and not pulling out. <laughs> and that's been us, folks. <laughs> <laughs> all right that, that was episode 48 of alphanumeric uh if you want to support the show go to patreon patreon.com slash lasercomb l-a-z-o-r-c-o-m-b start at the five dollar and up tier you get uh hours each and every week a bonus preamble audio of us kind of shooting the shit on this and all the various shows that we do week in and week out uh it's a good way to hear us talk very speak very frankly about uh, a lot of things and also um we spend a lot of time talking about future plans of the show too so Mm -hmm. 
if you want some spoilers of uh, about like where uh, what our future podcast plans are, that's that's the place to to find out. Uh, you also get a monthly-ish commentary track where we talk over a movie of our choosing. Uh, we there are six of those out now at the time of recording, but uh, and uh, four of them are dedicated to Matrix films. That's right. Because me and Cal both really like the Matrix. Uh, oh, howdy do! <laughs> uh, uh, the the next commentary track will be going up uh, sometime next month. Time of recording, and it's a movie of uh, Lady Glitch's choosing. So we're all very excited to find out what that's going to be because we still don't know. Um, that's right. I, I mentioned earlier that we were uh, going to be launching a uh, kind of a spinoff of the the preambles called uh, "What Are You Watching." That's just going to be dedicated to us talking about like what movies and TV shows we watch uh, throughout the week. Uh, oh, we're yes. uh, we're going to be doing uh, the inaugural episode of that this week. It's also going to be a five dollar tier show because why not? Yeah. Uh, Ten dollar tier, you get our weekly ish news and current events program. Laser comb tonight. Uh, you also get to choose a show show for me and cal to review a random episode of on, on the laser comb on our podcast the laser comb podcast uh we just wrapped up uh an entire month's worth of uh patron sponsored uh shows and uh boy that was a treat that was a that was a wild ride very eclectic mix of uh, shows yeah. that we covered uh, that was and... very fun to listen to guys it was fun oh, to watch you. and record yeah that too uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, if you want to get in on that, uh, patreon.com slash lasercomb, $10 tier. There's also a $25 tier where you get all of that and you get, and I'll send you a t-shirt in the mail after three months. Uh, also, uh, if you want to follow us on social media, on Facebook, go to facebook.com slash lasercomb. Once again, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B, central hub for this and all the other shows we do week in and week out. Uh, it's connected to my Instagram account, so usually when I post pictures of Transformers, food, or selfies, uh, you'll get that as well on there. And you're welcome. And, and you're welcome. <laughs> yes. I'm sure you all appreciate it. Uh, Twitter, you can follow me. I am at Lasercomb, or you can follow the show proper at Alphanumeric Pod. Lady Glitch, you are at? Lady Glitch 619 And Cal, you are at? NeoCal, N-E-O underscore K-A-L. We'll be back next week with episode 49 of Alphanumeric, where we will be talking about the sixth episode of season four. I did it. I said it properly this time, folks. Hooray! Life's life's a glitch. Amen. (laughs) Life's a glitch, and then you get deleted. Or, Or nullified. Oh, a fate worse than death. <laughs> uh, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, and until then, I've been one of your hosts, The Siege. And I'm Lady Glitch. And I'm Cal. And uh, until next time, Reboot Robot Entomologizing Force. Go, Bobzilla! <laughs> <laughs> Stop trying to hit him and hit him! can't talk in these things oh bye that was that, that, that's that that's kind of bad <laughs> this, this much is, like this podcast
Oh! <laughs>